This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everybody, welcome to On Deck, a podcast all about the Steam Deck. I'm Bill, that's Lloyd. How's it going, Lloyd? Dude, it is going fantastic. It's Friday. We have tech to talk about. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I'm I'm actually really excited about this show. I'm excited about the Steam Deck, even though I was a little bit apprehensive at the start, but we can get into that when we start chatting. Absolutely. So for those of you that don't know, Bill, uh, Bill uh, Lloyd and I, uh, <laughs> we do another show together called Stadia Cast. We have a YouTube channel, which you can find over at nerdnest.tv. Uh, we talk about games a lot, and uh, if you want to check all that stuff out, head on over to nerdnest.tv. You can watch the video version of this podcast over there as well. Um, this show is going to be probably like a limited run thing where we're talking about all of the news about the Steam Deck, and you know, if it turns out that there's lots to talk about, maybe we will continue this for the long run. Uh, that remains to be seen. Today's episode is all about the hardware, the tech specs, the nitty gritty. Now, before we get started, I just want to say I am not that guy. Like I used to be back in the day when I used to build my own PC a billion years ago, and then I moved over to Mac, and I have a PC that I built uh, for streaming and stuff like that, but basically I went to like buildmeapc.com or whatever and, and just looked for a build that other people were using, so... I don't know all of that stuff. That's what we got Lloyd here for. Lloyd, uh, my co-host, is going to tell us what all of this stuff means. So if you're like me and you find this stuff to be a little bewildering, uh, that's what Lloyd's here to to explain it. And if you <laughs> know more than us, if you know more than than both Lloyd and I, uh, it wouldn't be uh, you. It wouldn't be tough for you to know more than me. But if you know more than Lloyd uh, and you're watching this on the YouTube channel, feel free to let us know in the comments down below if we get anything wrong, or if we, you feel like we've left out an important detail. You agree with all that, Lloyd? Yeah, yeah. So I, I have I have deeper technical knowledge than Bill, uh, but it, no one has all the technical knowledge unless you work for like Tom's Hardware or uh, a Nantech or something. So, uh, so I, I have built many PCs in the past. I used to be a certified Apple and IBM uh, technician. So I have taken apart computers and laptops and monitors and all this stuff. And I, I try to keep abreast on all the, the latest computer hardware, um, even though I don't build PCs anymore. So I, I have, a, I have a, a good baseline knowledge, but I'll probably get things wrong. And we're, we're not going to get upset if you correct us below uh, in a nice way. Uh, correct <laughs> us below in the comments. All right. So let's let's talk about the tech specs. I'm going to bring these up on screen as well. Um, so over you can find this information over at steamdeck.com. Uh, right. And we've got like this cool little drawing of the Steam Deck, which I think is very cool. Let's start with the processor. Now, they went with an APU, which is a combination CPU, GPU, where they're kind of mishmashed together. And I'm, I'm assuming that they did that like for to save space and uh, to increase the throughput or something like that. You want right. to talk about this? Yeah, so uh, AMD calls uh, what is normally called an SOC, a system on a chip, uh, their APU. So uh, AMD APU, they they use that on all their processors. So the, the CPU part of the APU is uh, a Zen 2 chip, um, very similar to... Uh, chips that would be in say an xbox series or a ps4 except these are um these are dialed down a fair bit um uh, uh, steam or um, valve rather is saying that they're using a custom uh, amd silicon so basically they're taking uh the current chip and kind of ramping it down a little bit so this zen 2 cpu has four uh four cores and it has eight threads where i believe the the standard zen 2 chip um, in other systems would have double that. Um, so that's not that bad. And it, and it will range from 2.4 to 3.5 gigahertz, um, which is which is decent. Um, since they're using more of a mobile hardware um, design, um, a lot of the a, a lot of the components of this thing can be ramped up or ramped down as needed by the OS. The OS can say, oh, they, they need we need more power. It ramps that stuff up. 
and then ramps it down. Of course, the more you, the higher the, the clock speed goes, the more battery it uses. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the GPU that's built into this one uses eight uh, RMDA2 compute units, uh, which range from one to 1 1.6 uh, gigahertz, which is a, a lot lower than when you would see everywhere else. And the big chunk about the tech specs that is leaving me ki kind of um, kind of worried, not really worried, but I wonder how it's going to perform is the APU power consumption. They say that this thing is rated to use between 4 and 15 watts, which is pretty standard for mobile stuff. Like, um, like the Nintendo Switch, for example, uses around 10 watts kind of on max draw. Um, but if you take like the, uh, the, the, the chip that is kind of, or the, uh, the CPU, GPU, uh, or just the GPU actually out of the system and, and, and you compare it to something that would be similar to what you'd have in a PC, uh, like an, an RX card from AMD would draw about 275 watts. So <laughs> this thing, even though it might be using modern hardware, it's modern hardware that's been powered down a fair bit um, it, for many reasons, but mainly uh, so that you don't turn on the system and then your battery's dead. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So when you talk about, you like you just made a, a direct comparison to traditional PC hardware, it's safe to say that because, because this, I, there's, there's going to be a billion people out there comparing it to, it's like gaming on this thing. Do you, do you <laughs> right. feel like that those are accurate that we can really trust those numbers based on those comparisons or because this is a custom chip we really don't know how it's yeah. going to perform even if we have the numbers yeah we really don't know until like say digital foundry has one in their hands and they do all the tests um they're they're one of the uh the sites that i trust the most to kind of really get into the nitty-gritty of hardware um the fact that it is based on like a modern cpu uh, and GPU, but clock down pretty pretty hard. Um, there, there's a lot of sites out there that are saying that it's going to have similar power to a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. Um, and people are like, oh my god, that's last gen. But, but that's... That, that, that's a full system that's drawing like 200 watts uh, as you have it plugged in. This thing's drawing 4 to 15. So getting that kind of power with or that kind of a graphical and CPU power, compute power, without drawing that much power is going to be good. And and the fact that the, the system, we'll get into that in a second, only has a 720p screen mm -hmm. means that you're not going to be playing games at 4K 60 frames a second on the actual handheld device. So possibly the 4 to 15 watt draw of the APU in total won't actually be that much of uh, of an issue because you're playing games with lower resolutions. So time will tell. Until we actually get this device in our hands, we won't know. But um, the, the, the CPU being... Um, similar to modern hardware, but really power level of of last gen hardware, but then drawing less power and a, and a smaller resolution screen uh, means that we really don't know. And we won't know until people have these in their hands and can do some tests. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to the RAM. Uh, a lot like I made a video about the well, it wasn't just about the RAM. It was kind of like a news update where I was telling people this is new information that we have about the Steam Deck. And of course, as new information comes out, we'll, of course, have a talking head discussion about it here on the show. But I'll also be putting out videos on the YouTube channel, so make sure that you head on over there and subscribe. Uh, it was originally thought that we had 16 gigabits of uh, LPDDR5 RAM that was dual channel. Turns out right. that it's actually quad channel, which means it has a lot more bandwidth. I don't know that we need to go into too much detail about that, but... Sure. When we talk about the fact that this is RAM that is shared between the CPU and the GPU instead of having uh, each having their own, uh, what are your thoughts on that? On um, is 16 gigs enough since it's shared? It's definitely. I, I don't. I don't see that being an issue uh, personally. Uh, you're using lower resolution assets. Uh, you're running at 720p. Less stuff that has to get jumped into or dumped into memory. Uh, this is 16 gigs of LPDDR5 RAM, which I don't believe is being used in any other device yet. Like I don't think it. I don't think there's motherboards that support this speed of RAM, which is a good thing because that means we're getting latest greatest technology that's built into this one, um, which is really great. Uh, Fifty. Uh, the the tech specs say 5500 mts quad 32 bit channel <laughs> um basically that just means that it can it, it does uh what they call uh, i believe mega transfers <laughs> is what they call uh which basically means that it's it's sending and and receiving multiple streams of data at the same time so it means the ram uh can be faster and the fact that it's quad speed means it can do 
Uh, it, it's twice as fast as the, than what people originally thought when they put, put their first pre-orders in. Um, so this is going to be good. Having shared uh, GPU and CPU uh, in in the APU usually means that you have shared memory. That's kind of usually how it how it how it goes. Um, I don't see that as as anything that's going to hamstring the device uh, because yeah, your your GPU is going to be using uh, lower textures, outputting 720p, maybe rendering higher and then and then scaling down. I, I don't see us running into memory issues, but uh, time will tell. So. Let's take a look at the storage because that's really like they put out three SKUs, which is a, a smart move because they've got yeah. it at three different like here, three different wallet levels. And, um, you know, the having that base SKU, a lot of people looked at that and they said 64 gigs of storage space. That's not going to be enough to do anything with. Uh, and then they all jumped to the higher levels. I went with the mid tier range. Uh, did you also go with the mid tier or did you go with the low one? I went with the low one because okay. uh, I put it, I put in my pre-order. Uh, maybe we'll talk about my my apprehension a little bit. Uh, I saw the device and I was like, all the controls are at the top. Like you're going to be holding it like this. It's going to be so unbalanced. Uh, and it wasn't until I watched, I think, the IGN video where people were actually physically holding the device. I'm like, oh, okay, it's as tall as a controller. Um, so that's not going to be a problem. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put my five bucks in. I, I don't know if I'm going to want this device at launch, but it, it's a it's a six months between now and when it will ship and if i don't get a pre-order in now i'm not getting one <laughs> yeah uh so so i i did the pre-order um for the 64 gigabyte one um hoping that there'd be a way to do some internal upgrades and it looks like uh looks like that might be a thing uh that we're going to be talking about in the future when we get some more teardowns and other things that we can look at so you trust yourself to open this crack this this baby open and and actually do yeah. some some changes I used to I used to take apart tiny little devices with magnifying glasses and and do soldering right on. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm pretty confident in my skills. Uh, I'm a little bit older than I was when I used to do that stuff. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see if I have the dexterity still. Um, but I've been hanging out on the Reddit, uh, Reddit. Um, so uh, reddit.com slash r slash Steam Deck. And there's people that are designing 3D printed uh, holders for NVMe devices mm -hmm. that will just clip on your device. And I'm like, you know what? There's going to be some way to upgrade. Uh, and of course, there's always the micro SD that's uh, built into the device as well. Yeah, I don't trust myself uh, to, to try that thing. I, I tried to fix a Nintendo Switch Joy-Con that had some drift in it. And right. uh, that that is now a pile of garbage. Like it, it, <laughs> it only worked to, like there were a couple of issues with the drift. And I was like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to order this kit off the Internet and I'm going to watch a video online. And once I got the screws out, there was no putting it back together. So that's not for me. But let's talk about the the upgrading thing because it says here on SteamDeck.com, uh, it says all models use socketed 2230 M.2 modules. And then in parentheses there, it says not intended for end user replacement. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't replace it, but that right. means that they're not going to make it easy. Uh, and yeah. it's probably going to be tough to to get to, but the fact that it's socketed, mm -hmm. that that means that like it's not soldered to the board, uh, which is what a lot of companies do when you when you're dealing with smaller uh, smaller form factor. Often yep. they solder it to the board and in order to make it as small as they possibly can. And yep. Valve decided, you know what, it's going to be socketed. So sure, you're going to have. Uh, a pile of screws in front of you, tiny, tiny little screws. And Lloyd's got his little magnifying glass out where he's trying to find something. Uh, right. But you're going to be able to get to it and swap it out. And I think that that's really cool that they, that they did that. That shows some forward thinking on their part. Yeah, it, exactly. And, and the fact that it uses a socket means that um, it's it's better for them because they have basically one skew of, of a logic board they have to worry about. Um, so that means that hopefully this thing will be solid because they have one, one, one internal um, piece of hardware that they can stress test instead of three different pieces of hardware that they have to stress test. And, and it also means that hopefully as long as you can find uh, an NVMe drive that is the same size as the one that is currently in the system, you'll be able to just drop any other one into it. Um, it these sockets are really easy to put stuff into. Um, the fact that it's not soldered down, like you said, is huge. Um, the, the real big question is, is it going to be easy to open with like four screws and a, and a, and like a little, a little spudging tool, the, the little thing that you, that you jam into the plastic to pop the little clips, 
or is it something that you're going to basically have to uh you take a dremel out <laughs> and cut the back of your case out right mm -hmm. uh, i i would think uh by looking at some of the screenshots it looks like it'll be easy to get into but we won't know until um uh, until the device comes out or people do teardowns uh, the other concern of mine about uh, replacing the drive is if i take out the the 64 gig um drive that's in there is the new one that I'm putting in going to be too hot? Is it going to have too much power draw? Mm. There's going to be a lot of um, there's going to be a lot of parts of this formula uh, to kind of figure out where um, what you should buy and where you should get it. Um, so uh, I'm going to be looking at all sorts of things before I do my upgrade. But the fact that it has a uh, like a high speed micro SD card and the fact that the original IGN video they were playing every single game off the SD card yeah not the internal memory means that you know what maybe buying a 200 or or, or a gigabyte or sorry a terabyte uh, SD card and dropping in my system maybe that's going to be the upgrade that I do um, it, it's it's very rare that you find uh, a piece of hardware like this that seems to be so upgradable and designed as a piece of PC PC hardware not a consumer device that is sealed, given to uh, the end user, and that's it. Of course, doing this upgrade is probably going to void your warranty, so you may want to <laughs> wait until you're already out of warranty. Um, but the fact that upgrades are even a, a distinct possibility uh, is, is something that's super exciting for me. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to, like, we got, we got to the, the stuff that I think most people were probably excited about. I want to talk <laughs> about the stuff that I'm excited about, and that sure. is the controls and input. When I saw it, my immediate thought was, I played the Wii U. The Wii U is one of the most comfortable consoles that I've ever held in my hand. That okay. is an incredibly comfortable device. Uh, so having all of the controls up at the top, I was fine with. I'm I'm excited about it. In fact, somebody did like this drawing where they, and it was like a really cool, like anatomical drawing of like the hand. And they showed the hand over top of the Steam Deck, and they showed like the arc of your thumb and you, like the 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 the, the touchpad, the stick, the buttons, and then on the other side the touchpad, the stick, and the D-pad. They're right. all on that arc for where your thumbs are. So I think that they've done a lot of uh, research into how this thing is going to. Uh, be played and i'm very excited for how the the controls are lined up let's right. talk about those controls because i did a video showing people how to use a steam controller on <laughs> uh, new world so right. that so people would understand that the those touchpads are not simply for mouse inputs they do so much more than that uh, and mm. the ones that they've got in the steam deck are actually better than right. the ones that are in the steam controller uh, so basically it says that it has first off, well, actually let's talk about the trackpads. It says two 32.5 millimeter square trackpads with haptic feedback, 55% better latency compared to the steam controller, uh, which I didn't never thought that felt like there was any latency, but you know, whatever. <laughs> and then pressure sensitivity for configurable click strength. So that means, uh, for those of you that don't know, the steam controller has a thing where you can push on those pads and they'll click like when you click in your your stick when you're uh right. playing a game uh you can do that but on this you get to decide how hard do you have to push to get that click which i think is really cool have you ever had a chance to use this the steam controller lloyd no i i've never used a steam controller and i had no clue that the steam controller was so cool until i watched your video i know we've been podcasting uh, for for years we we've done shows prior to starting stadia cast mm -hmm. and you've always talked about the steam controller is my favorite controller i'm just like <laughs> okay but that's just bill being bill all right let him go let him go have fun in the corner with the steam controller <laughs> but i watched your video and i'm like holy crap that is a cool piece of hardware if if valve would have marketed the device and just used your video to kind of show it off <laughs> i would have bought one in a heartbeat um so i'm actually really excited about that um i i didn't know what those squares were at first when i saw the video i'm like why would they just put a design on the on the plastic that's really weird and then i was like oh wait they're track pads okay that totally makes sense um and then looking at what you did in that video and then looking at the the steam pad that might be for a lot of people that might be your main source of input for a lot of these games um so i'm i'm really really excited about that um even though i've never used a steam controller yeah so uh, let, let's move on and talk about the haptics um the haptics of the touch pads on the steam controller are absolutely fantastic it feels like you are pushing 
a thing around with your thumb. <laughs> okay. It's the weirdest thing. So like you tur- turn on the haptics and as you move your thumb over, you feel like this little vibration underneath. Anybody who's uh, used like um, like an Android phone where you uh, type on the when you're typing and you feel right. like that little boop, 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 every and yep. oh boy, don't clip that. Uh, every time <laughs> that that you type, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. And it's really right. good that it has that. But it also says that it has HD haptics, which makes me think mm-hmm. maybe they are stealing some of that stuff from the PS5 uh, control. What's it called? The Dual Sense, I think. Yeah, or maybe the Nintendo Switch controller that has mm-hmm. HD rumble built in where you can kind of feel throughout the whole device when you're tilting it if they're if you're the whole the whole big thing that they showed off at, at the start is like there's ice cubes in your controller and you can <laughs> you can shake it around. But if they if but if they can take that little tiny um that haptic uh thing that's just a really small part of your controller but put it underneath that that pressure sensitive touchpad and make it better. Uh, I'm actually really excited for that. Something that would be kind of like a uh, a Frankenstein cross between the Nintendo Switch HD Rumble and the uh, the adapt the adaptive controls uh, of the PS5 DualSense. I think is what it's called controller. Mm-hmm. If they could have some sort of like weird uh, Frankenstein baby, uh, I think that could be really cool. And the the fact that it's built in uh, and 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 something that they're adding at like initially this isn't like a, a new version means that they've been thinking about this for a while they've been looking at what the industry is doing and adapting and grabbing stuff that uh that they want to put into this device which is uh which is pretty cool yeah uh as far as those haptics go keep in mind that on the nintendo switch those haptic motors are only in the joy cons part mm-hmm. uh because yeah. these uh controllers on the steam deck are attached like they are attached to the device. That means that those things can live anywhere. And so they could, they could really make it much better than the Nintendo switch because they have so much more room. They could put bigger motors in uh, because this thing is really thick and chunky uh, and heavy. Uh, We'll talk about that in a little bit as well, but all of that uh, means that you can do a lot more when you have more room and having all that room I'm very excited to see what they can do with the haptics. I'm also interested in, you know, all of the things that I said that you can do with the Steam controller, obviously you can do on the Steam Deck, but the Steam Deck has things that the Steam controller doesn't have, like a big 7-inch LCD, 800p, or what is what are the actual 1280 by 800, a weird aspect ratio, uh, 1280 <laughs> by 800 touchscreen, I right. wonder if there will be haptics behind that as well, or if you'll be able to do the same kind of things that you can do with those touchpads with the touchscreen. So I can touch a spot on the screen and have a little menu pop up that I customize and then say, right. all right, do this. That would give me so many more options. It's just like my mind is is just spinning at the idea of all the ways that you can customize the way that you play your game which is very exciting to me yeah like uh, again after watching your your steam controller video uh, i had no idea that you could have multiple different types of options tied to each each uh, touchpad and the fact that the thumbsticks on this device have a capacitive touch thing on top of it so you could that could be a button just touching it as a button clicking it in as a button um like it's it's ridiculous the number of inputs that they put into this device which makes sense i mean they're replacing a keyboard that has 101 buttons on it and it's like okay we need to like squeeze as much of that into this device Um, but it seems like they're doing it in a, a really smart way yeah i did a live stream on the youtube channel the day that they made the announcement and which is like blew me away how many people showed up there were a couple of hundred people that were there and they were all really excited about this device and one of the things that i kept coming back to during that live stream was that capacitive thumbstick like i couldn't wrap my my head around what you would want that for but somebody finally had left a a comment on the youtube uh video and they said you know what i think it's for i think it's so that when you put your thumb on the thumbstick you don't get any spurious inputs when you're like part of your hand hits the the mm. touchpad, so yeah, palm palm rejection that they do on an iPad or something, mm-hmm. something Ex- similar. Yeah, exactly. Like that's a right. big deal. Having that, having like because the thumb pad or the trackpad is right underneath where your thumb would be, 
and you don't want accidentally want to hit like that pad. And if that were to happen, people would just turn it off and never, ever use it. Um, so having that capacitive um, input on the stick, I think that's probably what it's for. Like the idea that you're touching the stick and the game and the thing knowing that you're touching the stick, I don't think of any use for that other than turning something else off. Like somebody said, maybe it's to turn on the gyro and it does have gyro, which is awesome. Right. Um, maybe it's to turn on the gyro when you're touching that. Maybe, yeah. but I don't yeah. know that you would want the gyro on when you're using the thumbstick at the same time. So I don't know. It it could be um because that that software that you were showing as you were you were editing your all your buttons on your Steam controller, uh maybe it's possible that you could have um your right thumbstick would be the camera while your fingers on it. Otherwise, it's the gyros the camera when your fingers off it. So you you move your finger from the thumbstick to the buttons, and then next thing you know, you you can move the camera just by moving the gyros around. Um the the really cool thing about that that controller software is you can save all your all your profiles, and even better, you can look at a huge library of profiles. So whenever a new game comes out, I'm sure there's going to be a million and one different profiles that you can kind of um, look into, and, and just having like a, a billion buttons and and touch surfaces and and gyros and haptics and you name it means that i'm sure every game that's on steam there's going to be a, a way to control it with with controllers or the touchpad that is going to feel normal uh to someone that is used to playing mobile um mobile hardware like the nintendo switch um it's probably going to be tough for people that are used to using mouse and keyboard only as their input source uh, but for people that are moving from consoles back i think it's going to be a nice little kind of a uh, half step between what they're used to and then what the keyboard and mice people are used to yeah and the, the other thing about this is that it has all of the inputs that that anybody could want i think except yeah. for a mouse and keyboard which you can plug in if you want you but like the Steam controller, one of the reasons that it didn't really take off is because people looked at it and they said, there's no D-pad, there's only one stick. I right. would not be able to figure this out. I wouldn't be able to to use it. I wouldn't be able to get my brain to understand it. And so I'm not going right. to try it. If you sell exactly this, but with a D-pad and a stick, people would try it and then they would start using those pads and understanding how great they are. Right. But because the Steam controller didn't have those things as an option, people wouldn't like they they said, all right, I'm not going to buy it. And sure, there, uh -huh. there, there was also like a lawsuit, which is a reason why Valve kind of abandoned the Steam controller. But we're not going to focus on that. The right. fact that the Steam Deck has two sticks, a D-pad, all of the things that are in every other controller out there means mm -hmm. that the those two pads are going to get used way more than they ever would otherwise because people will take a chance on it. Most people will look at that thing and they'll say, you know what, even if the pads suck, I still got all the regular controls and I'll be fine. <laughs> but then they'll they'll try those pads and they'll realize how much better they are than regular thumbsticks. Right. Yeah. I, I, I looked at it and I'm like, I'm never using those. <laughs> and again, I don't want to I don't want to harp on people. You should really go look at the video that Bill put up. It's fantastic. I actually see myself maybe primarily using that for because of the other options that it that it would give me. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this thing. All right, let's move on to the display. Why do you think they went with with such a weird resolution? Why didn't they um, just go with 720p instead of 800? I think it's uh, if I had to guess, uh, instead of going 16 by 10 instead of 16 by 9 allows you to have um, a chunk of the, the the screen on the bottom that you can devote to things. Because uh, if you if you look at um, when they go into kind of like the game listing, there's always like a bar at the bottom that is telling you things. So maybe they're like, okay, if we if we just put like a 16 by 9 screen in here, we're gonna have to keep popping stuff up above the game but if we do 16 by 9 for the for the the game that's running and then leave a bit at the bottom that uh, we can use for other things kind of like android phones these days don't have physical buttons they have that little that the little bar on the bottom that mm -hmm. is actually part of the touch screen i'm thinking maybe that is the way they did that or or maybe they they're looking at the i don't know uh gigaflops which isn't a word of data <laughs> of people that have played games on steam and they're like okay th this is the most common resolution it's 720p uh stretched to this particular monitor and they're like okay people like to play that way 
uh, we can put more, a little bit more information on the screen. Um, like, I don't know, 80 pixels <laughs> worth of more information on the screen. That's not that much. Um, and maybe they went that way. Uh, it, it is weird. I, I don't think I've ever seen a 1280 by 800 screen for sale, maybe inside of like cars when you have like a, a screen in, in your, your stereo as part of your car. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really interested to see how they're going to use that. So it occurs to me while you were saying that, it occurs to me, perhaps they did it. Remember that part I said a second ago where I said, oh, what if they make the touchscreen do some of that Steam input stuff? Right. What if they can put little buttons at the bottom of the screen yep. of that, like you use those extra 80 pixels that like right there, you've got a <laughs> whole bunch of extra buttons that you otherwise wouldn't have. And that didn't occur to me until just now. So uh you know watch this space we'll find out more as time goes on every time that we saw somebody like in the i can't remember exactly where it was there was a there was there was one of the little videos that they were showing off uh they were like somebody was playing a game and they got a a message and it did not pop up on the bottom like that uh like you were saying it popped up over on the right hand side and then they they were able to open that uh that up so i don't think that what you were saying is what they're going for but it would be really cool to always have like a a thing on the bottom of hey instead of instead of covering up my gameplay lloyd just logged in and is playing jedi fallen order uh you know send him a meme or something (laughs) yeah i I think that that space would be used more when you're in the menus not so much when you're in a game uh, because all the games that they showed they look like they're full screen Mm -hmm. um but if you look at the the menu um kind of the menu screenshot there's an information bar on the bottom that always stays there um it seems weird that they would add 80 pixels to your screen just for that so i don't know maybe they're just trying to squeeze as much video possibility into this device uh and the fact that it's running pc games you can you can have some really weird resolutions in a pc game and if the game supports it you can play it uh i'm sure that if you're running 720p uh and it's only outputting 720p it'll be letterboxed on on the top or bottom by 40 pixels or maybe they'll slide it to the top with a little bit more information um and and the fact that it is running uh steam os 3 meaning maybe there's some other software that people can write to do other uh, useful things on that uh on on screen when uh, when the game's running because it is it is a device that is pretty much open for everybody to play around with um which is different than pretty much any other uh piece of gaming hardware yeah uh, it's a seven inch uh, diagonal screen which is the same size as the um switch oled um model uh, but different than the OLED model, it is an LCD screen. I know that there's people who are irritated by that, but you yeah. know what? I, when you're looking at 720p, I think it's going to be fine. I, I understand that OLED is better, but I think LCD is going to be fine. My only issue is the brightness is 400 nits. Um, right. The current, I, I when I did first talk, when I did my first video about the Steam Deck, um, I accidentally said that the switch was around 380 nits and it's actually 318. I just remembered the number wrong. Um, But the the switch, not the original launch switch, but the switch that I have with is the first update uh, switch. That is about 318 nits. This is 400 nits, which is a little bit better. For those of you that don't know, nits is like a measurement of brightness. Um, What do you think about that number 400? I think 400 is fine. Uh, I'm just doing a quick Google search just to see current iPads. So uh, the iPad Air fourth generation, that's the iPad that I just bought. Mm-hmm. It has a maximum of 500 nits, and that screen gets really, really bright. So it's a little bit less than that, but a, but more than what the Switch is. So I think that's going to be fine. Um, the fact that it is an LCD, though, means going to play this thing outside um, is going to be tough with that level of brightness and the fact that it's an LCD. Uh, if it was an OLED, you'd have a little bit better performance there you'd have you'd have a little bit better separation between the black uh the blacks on the screen and the colors the the really bright parts of your screen Mm -hmm. um but it's 720p it's a portable device i think it's going to be perfectly fine i don't think anybody that i've ever heard of uh that i know personally or has listened to my podcast and and commented has ever said that they're that they hate the switch screen because it's too dim so i i think i think this is going to be fine um the, the higher the brightness the more um energy it uses so you know they're they were playing a a fine game of of balance to to see what would look the best what would have the best performance but also what would draw the least amount of power yeah let's let um well you know speaking of the screen 
Uh, the most expensive one, this, this really irritated me that they put this only on the most expensive one. It has right. a premium anti-glare etched glass. I don't know how much that costs to do, but I really <laughs> wish that that premium anti-glare -etch, anti etched glass was on all three models. I, I do too. Yeah, is the, I don't know if this is a thing. Can you like get uh, like a screen protector that is anti-glare etched glass? And is that going to make it look worse since it's um, like, I have a screen protector on my switch and it like, it's, one? it's a glass one. It's not plastic. Yeah. It's glass. And so I'm really, really happy with it, but like, it's not anti-glare or anything. And right. I always worry about get like spending money on a, on a thing like that. And then making the screen look not as good. Like on my phone, right. I don't have, um a screen protector on my phone because i don't i want my phone to look nice i don't i don't want i don't want to have that that little cutout uh going around it right. so what do you what do you think can can you do that in post i i th i think so i i think there'll probably be vendors that are going to sell um a glass screen protector that has anti-glare coating on it um anti-glare will not get in the way like say a polarization uh if you put a polarization on on a screen protector that would interfere with the polarization layers that are inside the lcd but anti-glare is just a top coating so i i wouldn't be surprised if if they start selling stuff like that because there's going to be a market there for the people that didn't buy the uh the the, the, the big daddy version of the steam deck there's going to be people that want to drop 50 bucks or 40 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever it's going to cost to get a really high quality glass screen protector that will then have the anti-glare coating on it. All right. For connectivity, they got Bluetooth built right in Nintendo. Nice. Take that. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you're going to be able to use your Bluetooth headphones with this. Uh, no fantastic. problem, which is very, very good. It's got uh, Wi-Fi. There's nothing really interesting there to talk about. Let's move on to audio. It's got two microphones. Why do you think that is one to listen to the I don't know what what are the, what are the two microphones for? Uh, it's pretty common uh, on on devices that um, that are accepting audio to have uh, multiple microphones so they can properly do um, rejection of background noise because uh, they can hear what your voice is. They can do some processing to, com to 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 compare the volume of your voice between the two. And it's like, OK, this is obviously the voice we're going to we're going to cancel everything else out. Um, that would be why my thoughts are uh why there's a dual microphone in there um I, I don't think i've ever seen one on a gaming device that's usually something that would be on a on a phone uh or or part of a laptop so uh this would be interesting but yeah it's probably just for noise cancellation for when you're when you're having voice chats with your friends while playing games yeah i mean i don't i don't know i mean maybe you'll use the built-in microphones but honestly if you are if you're playing a game with your friends uh, you're probably going to have like either a Bluetooth headset or a headset plugged in, and it does have a headset jack on there. Uh, you'll probably have it plugged in, and that device will probably have a microphone on it. So you most of the time, like I don't understand why you would want to have a microphone built in anyway, because my experience would be that that microphone would pick up the sound from the system, yeah, and that and would be make, what the dual microphone would 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 start to combat because it would it would hear your voice compared to stuff that's coming out of the speakers. Um, yeah, it. I I would never do this. I would never play a game with the volume on and have a voice chat with a friend. Um, but uh, this gives just another another piece of utility for this device. You don't need to add a headset, a microphone, or Bluetooth headsets uh, to play games with your friends. Uh, and I'm sure that it's 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 running. You can run Windows on it. Uh, that was one thing that they said. Who yep. knows? Maybe people will buy these and use it for a Skype device. I really doubt it. But. Um, <laughs> But it's just it's adding it's adding additional bits of hardware that can be used by games, can be used by gamers, can be customized uh, with their with how you use them um, more than pretty much any other handheld device I've ever seen. Um, so I think they're just including it just in case. There you go. I, I fully expect to get Nintendogs clones on <laughs> the device so that people yeah. will be walking around screaming at their stream deck, Steam Deck, oh, stupid Elgato in their stream deck. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to say that wrong forever. Uh, mm -hmm. Screaming at their Steam decks, trying to get the dog to sit or whatever. Uh, right. We're going to see that. Or the games where you blow on the on the, uh, <laughs> on the the device in order to yep. get the game to do something. All get right, let's talk about... What's that? 
to keep your airplane in the air or whatever yeah. mini game you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Battery. Uh, it's hmm. a portable device. Battery is very, very important. It's got a 40 watt hour battery. They say sure. between two and eight hours of gameplay. I mean, I'm, I don't know about you, Lloyd. I'm an old <laughs> man. I generally tend not to play games for more than two hours anyway. Um, like I play, I set it down. Sure. I go do something else. I come back. I'm sure that there are a bunch of other people out there that will sit down and play for 30 hours straight because you you people are crazy. Uh, but two to eight hours of gameplay. What do you think about that? I think that's fine for a portable device. That's similar to kind of what the launch day switch would give you. If you're playing Breath of the Wild, they say rated for four hours. Nah, you weren't getting more than two, two hours on half. that. Exactly. So um, I think this is fine. Um yeah it's all going to depend what your usage is um and the fact that it has USB-C, i mean you can just plug in a power bank if if two to eight hours isn't enough um you can plug that in uh i was listening to a video i can't remember which one it was and uh val was talking about playing portal on this device and they say that if you play portal um at 30 frames a second you're going to get five hours but if you played at 60 frames a second you're going to get it uh get three hours out of it so users are going to be able to kind of dial in sort of their their best use case uh with this device saying okay well if i want i want to i i have a long trip i'm on a plane I, i'm going to be in the air for three hours i really want to play for the whole entire flight so i'm going to dial down the graphic quality or, or i'm going to change it from 60 frames a second uh to or an unlocked frames per second to a locked 30 frames a second to kind of scrape a little bit more battery power out of it um it'll be interesting to see at launch if anybody ever gets eight hours other than just like looking at the device on the main menu right right yeah i, I think eight hours is uh i don't know valve seems to be pretty transparent with what's going on here but eight hours seems unlikely yeah, you could be playing Uno or Hearthstone <laughs> or something with all with all the animations turned off. So just like your things just appear in front of you. Uh -huh. Maybe you'll get eight hours out of that. All right. So they, they've got uh micro SD for storage, which I think is fantastic. That like they could they could have just said, All right, you get these three storages and and you're all done. Uh but no, they said, you know what? We're gonna let you put in uh SD cards. Uh, in order to uh, you know expand your storage as much as you want, and I can't believe that, that like I said this in that uh, one of the videos that I posted, I cannot believe that Valve brought the systems to IGN and they had all of the games on the SD card, which is probably what what is going to happen in the real world. Is most people are just going to be playing off SD cards. Right. And Valve was like, these are great. It, it it works fine. And they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, that's on SD. What? I mean, yeah. can you, I can't believe it. Yeah, that's that's kind of a, a little little tricky thing to do where they're like, yeah, I wonder how the performance on the SD is going to be. Well, you yeah, know, you, you played it for the last five hours. Um, really, really smart for them to do that. Um, the fact that it supports expansion through SD is going to be great. Uh, they talked a little bit how they're going to manage that and, and how all that stuff's going to go. At, uh, I, I listened to a developer interview and, and it seems really good. And, and the fact that you can hook up a USB-C device for an external display, um, you can you can put pretty much any device uh into it through yeah. USB C uh which is really great and and they said alt mode alt mode support uh which is interesting and also uh 8k 60 hertz or 4k <laughs> at 120 hertz um i guess that's more if you're using the the built-in uh, like steam os um like kind of computer version i don't think anybody's going to be playing games on this device at 4k uh, 120 hertz uh, while it's plugged into the dock just there isn't going to be enough power in the gpu because they haven't said anything about an enhanced um uh gpu cpu speeds when it's docked so like that that was one of the big things with the nintendo switch when it's docked there's increased power they haven't said anything about that possibly it's included we, we don't know obviously because they haven't said it um but if you're going to be playing a 4k game with uh 15 watts of 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 draw on your on your apu it's it's going to be that's going to be a bad day. Um, so yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I love that it supports all this stuff. It supports USB C hubs. Like they're not they're not trying to sell you a Valve branded everything and right. only work with those devices. Um, they're making this as open and true to kind of the the PC community as they possibly could, which is very very cool. Just heading off any uh, comments that people are saying down below. Lloyd is completely aware that the Nintendo Switch doesn't get more powerful when you dock it. 
it simply is limiting itself so that it doesn't burn through its battery when it's undocked. Uh, <laughs> Which so, is the same thing, really. It really it, is the it same is thing. The same thing but lock uh, it down. But there's a lot of people who, when <laughs> they see the Nintendo Switch and then they hear that you get more power when you when it's docked, they think, oh, there's like a thing in the dock that, right. that like it, it gives it not. more power. That's not no. what happens. <laughs> no, it's it's like at the top talk when or at the top of the uh, when we were talking about the specs when I said that your clock speeds can go from uh from uh, whatever the numbers are 2.4 to 3.5 gigahertz for the CPU or 1 to 1.6 for the the GPU it, it, on the Nintendo Switch you would get the 1.6 when you're docked you get the 1 when you're not docked um and we don't know if this device is going to do that yeah all right, let's uh, talk about the the size and the weight of this thing. So, real quick, its measurements: two hundred ninety eight millimeters by one hundred seventeen millimeters by forty nine millimeters. This mm-hmm. thing is big. It it's is a, a really, board. really big uh, system. In fact, I would say the best comparison for this thing is probably. Do you remember that um, that uh, mech style game that came out on the Nintendo Switch? Uh, with like the heavy metal music, I can't remember Demon X. Oh, De- Demon Demon X Machina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they had like specific controllers that shipped for that game that were essentially somebody took a saw, sawed a Nintendo Switch Pro controller in half, and slapped it onto <laughs> the Joy Cons on the side. And right. looking at that, the Demon Demon X Machina. I should have put it up on screen, uh, but I didn't think of it ahead of time. The Demon X Machina. Um, controller on the yep. nintendo switch looks to be about the same size as uh the steam deck what do you think about the size of the steam deck we'll talk about I, weight separately now that actually like at, at the start i'm like are you feeling like pinching it at the top like why are the controls at the top it makes no sense but actually seeing people hold it uh i think it's going to be fine uh i i did a i did a paper mock-up uh just to kind of hold it and kind of see what it's how it's going to feel and what the screen's going to look like uh, I think it's going to be going to be fine. I, I almost bought those controllers, the Hori Split Pad Pro that you just put on the screen, uh, just because I like having uh, a, like a chunkier thing to kind of hold on to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, the Steam Deck is nothing if not chunky. So that's that's going to be good. It's going to be a little bit more uh, comfortable for people that have bigger hands. Uh, you're not going to need like a child's hands to kind of hold it comfortably, uh, which is which is a good thing. Uh, the weight, on the other hand, though, like 670 grams almost. Mm-hmm. That is heavy that's going to be a heavy device to kind of hold um cons- constantly uh, you're going to get really tired uh holding it for that long um so i'm going to see a lot of videos of people kind of holding it resting it on their lap while they're playing or resting it on a desk while they're playing mm-hmm. uh because yeah 669 grams is uh that's as you said it's a, it's a chunky chunky boy of a yeah, device it's almost two nintendo switches as far as the weight goes now yeah. this again where they put all of the controls at the top means that all of that weight is supported with your hand. Uh, if the controls are at the bottom, then you have that you have that that um, almost like a lever of the of the weight be pulling down out of your hands and so you're kind of fighting to hold it up. but because you're right. holding it um, with those controls at the top, I think that the 669 grams a little scary to hear, but yeah. I think it's probably gonna feel okay because have- the controls are at the top. You have an iPad Pro. Do you have a 12-inch iPad Pro? 12.9 uh, yeah. iPad Pro from 2000-something. Yeah. It's so 18. So that's about 290 or 280 grams, or sorry, 680 grams um, in weight. So if you can hold that, that's about the, the weight of what the, the Steam Deck is going to be. So it's not it's not a crazy amount, but when, when you're used to playing on the, the Nintendo Switch a lot, which is about half, uh, it that sounds a little bit scary. So... I mean, real world experience will will kind of um, will will give you uh, a, a better idea whether it's something that's going to be comfortable for you or not. So as we get closer to launch, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more people talking about the weights and the dimensions and all that stuff. Yeah, the difference, like talk, speaking of the iPad, um, the the big difference with this iPad, if I hold it in the middle, if like mm-hmm. I got my hands on the side and I hold it in the middle like this, super comfortable. I could probably hold it all day. Um, holding it with my hands at the bottom or my hands at the top, uncomfortable, but this is also a lot like taller half height. Yeah. It's like half height almost compared compared to it when it's on its side. Exactly. I 
I think it's going to be absolutely fine. It, it it sounds a heck of a lot worse um, when you when you look at the numbers. Uh, I'm sure in real world experience, it's going to be fine. All right, let's move on to the dock. They said that they do have an official dock, although uh, they don't have a price for that yet, and it is sold separately. Uh, but the official dock contains. Let me hit this button here. Um, HDMI 2.0. Uh, power in uh, Ethernet, uh, USB 3.1, and two USB 2.0 uh, ports, and then of course uh, USB cable, USB C cable that goes to the Steam Deck. Um, right. uh, HDMI 2.0 or DisplayPort 1.4. What do you mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Not Not going with 2.1 like the latest HDMI version. Um, I, I don't know. It, it possible that it could be software updated if that's going to be a limiting factor in the future. I, I'm not I'm, I don't I don't see an issue there at, at all uh, with the device. Uh, the, both the only thing that I that I see uh, as a problem is the the ridiculous thing that the USB-C <laughs> ports on the top of it. So you have this like little like bunny ear thing that you kind of pop up and, and plug it in when it's in the dock, unlike the Nintendo Switch, where you just kind of seat it in the dock and, mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, if If I had to make one. Uh, one suggestion for for changing the hardware that would be my my biggest suggestion put another USB-C port on the bottom that you can then use for a dock uh or I would actually not do that I would just say you dock it upside down <laughs> yeah or do it that way that would be that would be pretty hilarious as well um yeah I I like the I like the the fact that they're going to be selling a dock um because you know it's going to be officially supported um but yeah it's uh I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a million and one uh, uh, things that are available on Amazon or, or AliExpress that you're going to be able to buy, and they'll be just as usable. Uh, and hopefully this won't have the bricking issue that the Nintendo Switch did at launch. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully they're using standards-compliant USB-C in the Steam Deck. I would assume that they are. Yeah. All right. Well, those are all of the hi- hardware stuff, everything that you wanted to know about the hardware of the Steam Deck Uh, I'm Mm -hmm. sure that there were things that we missed. If we did, and you're watching this on the YouTube channel, uh, leave a comment down below to let us know uh, anything that we missed. And maybe we'll do either a video about it or uh, we'll talk about it in a future episode. But this has been episode one of On Deck, uh, a podcast all about the Steam Deck. Thank you all for listening. Lloyd, tell everybody goodbye. All right, everybody, take it easy. And we'll we'll see you here uh, on the next episode of On Deck. 